the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black. It's earning season, which is a time that I, I kind of thrive, but I also kind of burn out in. So it's a rough two weeks on me, even though it's kind of a three-week period. Uh, it's ramping up hardcore right now. Let's bring in Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, Rob. I, I share your uh, burnt-out sentiment. <laughs> I can relate. It's kind of wonderful, and I try to explain it as, like, I get the – the Super Bowl playoffs every 12 weeks, you know, every 90 days. But it's at the end of it, you're, you're tired and you're mentally processed, you know, food costs. You've been thinking about, you know, average retail sales or poos, and you're just getting, you know, pounded with valuations and future ideas and future revenues. But um, we get through it. It's, it's the Super Bowl, but it's an exhausting Super Bowl. Well, that's right, at least uh, for us market commentators, it certainly gives us something to talk about. Uh, there are those periods during the summer where it's just kind of a real lull, so you kind of do welcome the arrival of an earnings reporting period because um, notwithstanding the fact that it just gives you a lot of headlines, it does provide some important uh, fundamental information uh, that relates to the stock market outlook, so uh, not to be uh, overlooked by any means. With that said, um do we put too much value on it in financial media? I know you're not financial media, but I am. But the CNBCs, the Rob Blacks of the world, do we put too much emphasis on Netflix, uh, a good quarter, bad quarter, like a report card, when sometimes it's really like you say, it's about the big picture? Yeah, you know, I do think there is a tendency to to overplay some of these these companies. Uh, they're obviously exciting stories. They're exciting stocks to trade. Um, and I guess the the one beef I have probably is you know when you hear financial media report on the earnings reporting period, it does boil down in large part to kind of what the stock did or the company did relative to the expectations, and there's not as much of a drill down um, in this real time look at things into you know the actual uh, uh, report itself and that whether the company actually grew its uh, earnings year over year. It's more a case of did this company beat what the analysts were expecting it to beat, and then and then that's the emphasis. You know, the stock trades up or down. It seems um, uh, in relation to just that that headline number on the uh, earnings and sales. But you know, so 
the earnings reporting period, as mentioned before to you, is is euphemistically referred to as the silly season. Um, okay. You do get some really silly responses to some earnings results just simply because, you know, a stock might have estimates. It just means it didn't do as poorly as a lot of people thought it might. Um, and you get some stocks that just, you know, blow it out. Um, we're seeing it today with Chipotle Mexican. They had a great report. Uh, the stock is up strongly and uh, and understandably so. I mean, they're showing some really good fundamental strength, but the question becomes is, you know, is that stock, you know, you know overvalued? But in the context of the current environment, putting up the numbers it's putting up is enough to keep the momentum uh, going within that stock. And so you're seeing a nice re- response as a result. Okay, Chipotle obviously is a play on people younger than you and I. Uh, it's casual, fast food. Um, they seem to be getting faster, while McDonald's seems to be getting slower. They seem to have the message that millennials like, you know, organic, uh, locally sourced, sustainable. McDonald's has nasty meat problems in Asia. Um, McDonald's came out with numbers this morning. Would you ever – how would you – I'm not going to say – I'll let you handle – question to yourself, but something along the lines of McDonald's versus Chipotle, old versus new, big versus growing, um, or value versus growth, McDonald's numbers not so good today. They were not. Uh, and the thing with McDonald's, you know, we think is that it essentially has become a, a victim of its own success in, in two regards. One, it's, it's done, it had done so well for so long that it has created some tough comparisons for itself. And two, because it has done so well for so long, it has invited increased competition uh, on the part of, uh, you know, the quick casual competitors in its space, the Burger Kings, the Wendy's, Jack in the Box. You know, they're all working to to revamp a a value menu, to introduce new product offerings, and to basically uh, try to, you know, undercut each other on price uh, and value. And and it does, uh, you know, create some headwinds for for a, a high-profile, widely-held name like McDonald's. Um, and it's certainly when you pit the results from McDonald's this morning against those of Chipotle Mexican, it does kind of raise that distinction of, you know, a you know, value stock versus growth stock. And, uh, and right now, with the low interest rate environment that we're in, uh, with the expectations for growth to continue to pick up, uh, you know, the... Uh, uh, the, the positive response has certainly been reserved for Chipotle Mexican because it's put up some really good, really good numbers. Do you buy into, I think Peter Lynch once said something along the lines of, I talk to my kids, see what they like, see where they're shopping, see where they're eating. Do you, do you buy into that 18 to 25-year-old consumer or even 18 to 35-year-old consumer is an investment trend worth potentially putting money into like a Chipotle? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I was going to say that you know, there's there's some conflicting signals in that respect, right? You know, because okay. in the mainstream media, what you hear about about the millennials is that they don't have any money, right? You know, they're not getting good-paying jobs, and yet they'll go out and they'll spend, you know, twelve dollars for a burrito and a and a coke and a side of guacamole at you know Chipotle <laughs> instead of going to, you know, McDonald's and maybe paying a dollar for a cheeseburger, right? Um, right. Obviously, there's some you know cultural uh, distinctions there, uh, as you mentioned earlier, is that there's this cultural shift to more organic food, to you know more quality offerings. But that's the remarkable thing to me. I think is you know you see uh, results from 
like we saw out of Chipotle, it, it does show that um, uh, they, they clearly have um, brand appeal uh, in that, you know, I think people across all generations, I mean, I go to Chipotle <laughs> still, okay. uh, they have really good food, you know, uh, for what it is. And, um, uh, but it, it, people are obviously willing to pay up for that quality. And uh, and they continue to deliver and execute, you know, very well. And so it has translated not only into a good operational result, but a very nice uh, return on on the stock investment. So, uh, but it is interesting to me that you know, with all of this broader commentary about how there isn't any real spending power out there, that these restaurants uh, in general seem to continue to do. Uh, you know, quite well uh, as far as attracting uh, consumers and, and growing their sales. So taking a look at your page one from briefing.com, you basically cover a lot of information pretty fast. Uh, Chipotle, Tech Sentiments, Verizon, United Tech, Coca-Cola, Comcast, Lockheed. And you basically said they beat earnings expectations, Netflix and DuPont in line. Um, how's earnings season going in your mindset? Is this enough to power the market or too soon to make that call? Well, I think the earnings season is going, going very well. Um, according to S&P Capital IQ, uh, second quarter uh, earnings are expected to grow about 6.9%. Uh, that's a little bit higher than, uh, than what was projected at the, at the beginning of the month. Um, you're seeing revenue growth come in at about 4%. Not not spectacular, but certainly not bad. Um, and what we've got going on here is that you have you know a, a body of earnings reports uh, that are supportive overall. Uh, but the thing that you know I pointed out in an earnings preview prior to the reporting period taking place was that you had a number of these stocks uh, that had already run up ahead of these reports. And it would, and I said then it wouldn't surprise us if the market didn't necessarily take off on these earnings results because so much of the good news has already been priced in. And I, I basically took that all the way back, though, really to how the market was doing in 2013 when you had 30% price growth on uh, earnings growth of about 5%, earnings per share growth of about 8%. And here you come in through the first half of 2014 and you have the market up 7%. Uh, so you you have priced in a significant amount of good news. So I think what the message here is, is that the earnings results are good enough here to prevent you know, a major sell-off, but perhaps not strong enough just yet to kind of launch you into that, uh, that next leg higher based solely on the earnings information. So I have to continue to wait and see how the, the third quarter and the fourth quarter play out in that respect. But all in all, I'm pretty pleased with what I'm seeing so far. Anything that you want to tip in, any last pit nuggets of information? I've kind of focused this all on earnings, and I kind of want to give you a minute to talk about anything you want. Yeah, you know, I think I think you're right to, to focus there, Rob. I mean, that is we, – we tend to get away from that idea, obviously, the, the fixation on the Federal Reserve's monetary policy and how that has provided an artificial support structure for, for the stock market. But really, at the end of the day, it's always going to come back to fundamentals, and the, the main fundamental there is, is earnings uh, and earnings growth um, – Principally, and so you have to be focused on that throughout this week, obviously. But uh, it's, it's going to be a key element here that's going to help determine whether the stock market can continue to do well as the Federal Reserve does try to extricate itself from its uh, very accommodated policy. Thanks very much, Patrick. Get back to work. Always appreciate your insights, always spot on. Briefing.com. 
excellent resource for investors of all shapes and sizes, whether you're a trader, whether you're a short-term investor, long-term investor, whether you're retired. A lot of information could be gathered in cold that will you know, give you the insights into the markets that you need uh, to feel educated. Briefing.com provides independent live market analysis of the United States international equity markets. You can find them at briefing.com. It's briefing.com. We've got a Twitter handle, which is briefing.com. No dot, because it doesn't work well. Briefing.com is their Twitter handle. Patrick O'Hare, thanks very much. It's the Chief Market Analyst. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.